G'day everyone, welcome to Did You Know with Watto. I'm Watto, and in today's episode, I chat with John Elliott about some things that maybe you didn't know. For more episodes, you can check out my YouTube channel or the podcast app, and follow my social media at Lindsay Waddington Music. Hope you enjoy. G'day, it's Lindsay Waddington here. This is another one of our podcasts, and I've got a really good friend of mine, and anybody that's seen any of the major photos around the world, this bloke's behind a lot of them. It's great to have you here, John Elliott. It's good to be here, Lindsay. It seems a, a long time. I must have known you when you were a kid. Yeah, you have. and uh, A I've long, got, long time. It's great to have you in the studio again here today, mate. I know back in one of my earlier, earliest productions, one of my first or second was Glenn Jones. Oh, that's right. And yeah. you were one of my biggest supporters. I always remember yeah, that. Yeah. You come up and said, mate, stick with this. You've, you've got something. So I appreciate that. But... And I must say, mate, out of everything, you did a photo shoot for me last probably about six or seven years ago at Nango with Charlie oh, Boyd, I remember? I remember that. And there's something about that because I noticed in all the awards and finals, they still use those photos. <laughs> so this bloke's an amazing photographer. And we're going to ask some uh, questions, mate. Like, you've had some amazing moments in music, like some of the people you've travelled with in their tour buses and got to know and taken photos. Tell us a bit about that, mate. Yeah, I'm a lucky man, Lindsay. I'd always meant to be a photographer. Um, got distracted and did some other things early in life, but around about when I was 30, I decided I wanted to be a photographer and uh, I loved music and I thought maybe I could photograph country music because I can't sing. So I thought I'd love to photograph country music and I didn't know if that was a thing even. But I put in a couple of phone calls to Slim Dusty, who didn't know me, and said, look, I've got a studio up in Brisbane. If you're ever in town, I'd love to do some pictures. And blow me down if you didn't eventually call and came over to the studio one Saturday. We had a great time, got some really lovely pictures and uh, bloody phone. <laughs> Let me turn it off. Um, so, yes, yeah, Slim called. I was living in Brisbane and Toowoomba and... Um, it is a casual setting, mate, yeah, so yeah. it doesn't matter, yeah. So from that day on, Slim, we got on really well together and uh, so if the record company wanted a picture of Slim in Sydney, even if it was shaking hands or going to the pub with the Screaming Jets who he'd never met, Slim said, yeah, that's fine to the record company. Get John to come down and we'll do it. And uh, it went on, went on for about 20 years right up until... Slim passed away. I've got to tell you, mate, there is an amazing photo. Like, don't embarrass you, but one of my favourite photos of, of all time is, like, now mega superstar Keith Urban, Slim and Laurie Minson and the ranch, Jerry yeah, Flowers. Yeah. And On Pete. the veranda. Yeah. And now that was getting ready for what? Slim went to uh, Nashville to play at the Grand Isle Opry. And just before Keith went to live there full time, uh, Slim took Keith Urban on tour with him. Yeah. And this is when Keith had the real long rock and roll hair and everything. And uh, I don't think people quite knew what to make of Keith, but when Slim took him on tour, even the old hillbillies in Australia thought, well, that must be okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. So a few years later, uh, Slim gets invited to play at the Opry and um, I get the, get the gig to go with him and uh, photograph uh, when he performed at the Opry and Slim said, oh, I'll get Keith and the Ranch to be my backing band. Yeah. And they, I don't know how Laurie, but Laurie was there and Laurie ended up playing Didge. Mm. And I said to Slim, oh, it must be lovely to, on the night of the concert, it must be lovely to, you know, finally get on the Grand Ole Opry. He said, mate, they have no idea who I am. 
They're just all smiling, being nice. <laughs> so, they would have loved it, though. I think it was Keith's first time at the Opry as well. It was Laurie's only time, I think, Laurie yeah. said. So it's amazing. So it was incredible to be there. And at the Opry, like, you can actually sit behind the drummer on stage. Yeah, wow. So it was incredible to be there and to, and to photograph that. Were you allowed to go out on yeah, stage? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, Were you and, thinking, please don't step on someone's lead? Please don't. <laughs> But it, it was incredible, and and the oldest singers that were on the show that night, um, Grandpa Jones and all those guys, they obviously knew who Slim was, and like it was an honour both ways. And uh, so being on stage with Slim, you never got the opportunity to sing with him or clap with the band or clap. Mate, with I, <laughs> <laughs> I have zero music in Come me. Come on, you got to tell the story. Cannot clap my hands. I can sing loud, <laughs> but I can't sing in tune. So. I, I thought my secret was safe. And uh, yeah. we're on tour once with Slim shooting an album cover. And it was in Ballarat or Bendigo. It's a long, long haul and it was full of about 1,200 people. And uh, I'd photographed the whole concert and I was coming up to the end of it. So I'm backstage packing my gear. And um, I hear Slim on stage saying, it's lovely to have a mate, my photographer John Elliott on tour with us and uh, doing the next album cover. And I really wasn't listening. <laughs> But then I hear Slim say, not many people know, but John has a fine voice. I'm thinking, you old bugger, what are you going on about? And um, he says, big treat for you guys. Now we're going to get John on stage to do the encore. And I have died. I go, I get, literally go red every time I even talk about it. And uh, something, I'll stand up the back, it'll be easy. And I, get, I walk around onto the stage. And there are three microphones right out the front. So Anne was on one side, Slim was in the middle, and I'm on the other side. And I'm thinking, well, I'll just sneak a look across to Anne because it was lights on the hill and everyone claps yeah, along. Yeah, quite an easy song to clap along to. If you, if, <laughs> if you can clap along. So I was struggling. It was the longest three minutes of my life. Camera picking up how red I am. Um, longest three minutes of my life, and I've breathed a sigh of relief and it's over and I've walked off stage thinking, oh, I got through that. And the late Robbie Suter, the drummer, who was a lovely man, I don't think he'd ever said a harsh word to me in his life. He's walked straight up to me with his drumsticks, poked me in the chest and said, if you're ever on stage again, don't clap your hands. <laughs> he said he couldn't take his hands off the, He couldn't take his eyes off my hands going everywhere. It's such an amazing story, so mate. what I did in future, at the end of the night, I'd get my gear and go and stand right at the back of the hall and wave. <laughs> I'm out of here. There you go. Now, going from that, you like you can't. You've done so much um, behind the camera and all that sort of thing, John. And we can't sort of touch on all of it. But so Slim Dusty is one of Australia's greatest storytellers and poets. You know, like n undoubtedly, and an iconic figure. And like I always say, when I was growing up, there was probably four four um, influences, vocal influences, and that would have been on one side. John Farnham and Jimmy Barnes, and on the other side, uh, Slim Dusty and John Williamson. Yeah, That'd be yeah. fair to say, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah. And uh, so you've done that, but in America, a similar well, there's nobody's ever alike, but America have those storytellers too. Merle Haggard was one of them. Yeah, yeah. Now you got to sit sit in the tour bus with them too, didn't you? I was the biggest fan of Merle. Uh, like I loved his music from when I was a kid, and uh, I get a call once from Curb Records, and uh, he was. Merle was coming to Australia and they paid me for 12 days to travel with him. And they were going to pay as well. Uh, 
Sounds amazing. Like on the tour bus, Merle's a train nutter. So we go from Sydney to Perth on the Indian Pacific. It was a it was a bit of a hairy ride, to be honest, because he had three or four new there was a new fiddle player, new bass. Manual brothers, was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No wild, I can tell you. Oh. <laughs> so and Merle, they were really good mates. And yeah. um so by the time we come to do the train trip, we're at Central Station and uh I'm thinking, well, this is gonna be great. There's twenty Americans, me and other people. And as it's getting closer to Heading out of the station, uh, I realised that Sam Laws from the record company is waving goodbye, saying best of luck. Um, <laughs> Wally, the promoter, he was waving, have a good time, the publicist. So it was me and the 20 Americans and uh, it was a long ride to Perth. <laughs> but they got an extra wagon in Adelaide. Yeah. It was empty, there was nothing in it. Uh, and they had all their stage gear with them, so... They ended up playing all across the Nullarbor. It was amazing. Oh, wow. And I can't remember the, ba- the the sax player's name, been with Merle a long time. He um, he didn't really get involved in the jamming, but he walked in one day and he picked up a guitar and he sang and played the most incredible bluegrass version of Come On Baby, Light My Fire. And I, I remember that away. distinctly. Merle played fiddle a lot in, across it. the Nullarbor. He kept asking me, he kept saying, we're sitting in the, the bar car looking at, at the Nullarbor, and uh, he kept saying, John, where are the Kayawalas? <laughs> it was <laughs> all the Kayawalas. <laughs> but yeah, it was a great trip. Um, and so can you remember, so Slim Dusty would have been the big, like the big start of all this, yeah, John, yeah, you would have absolutely. to say, and it absolutely. just opened doors everywhere. It, it did, and like he was, him and Joy were so loyal and, you know, I've, I've had a lifetime friendship with them and uh, like Anne's one of my best friends and, and Rod Coe, the Slim's band leader and producer and bass player, like I was so lucky. Like I was a huge fan mm. before I'd taken one picture and uh, I got to live my dream really. What would probably be the greatest thing that if you could click your fingers you were straight back there again doing tomorrow? What was one of the greatest things, like the Opry or was it something like that? Or? It was before I had a mobile phone. I'm walking my dog into Toowoomba one foggy rainy morning. I get a text message from Capitol Records, asking if I could photograph a concert the next Wednesday. And I texted, yes, I'll give you a call when I get home. And uh, it was like only a week away. And uh, I said, oh, by the way, who, who, who's the concert? And they said, oh, it's Garth Brooks. And I said, oh, I didn't know he was coming to Australia. For some reason, they paid me to go from Toowoomba to photograph the Central Park concert in um, New York. Oh, really? Unbelievable. Oh, wow. Like how? Like Why? how many people you're talking there? Like Yeah, quarter of a million. You caught, yeah, oh, um, holy moly. When I knew they were serious, I thought I'm going to stick it in now. Yeah. So I said, look, I can do it on the condition I pick the hotel. And I love literature and writers and poets and artists and uh, I'd always read about the Chelsea Hotel. It's where Janis Joplin lived, uh, everyone, one of the Sex Pistols. Yeah. Oh, they were all there and... Uh, did you know, you know, John, if I would have texted you and said, hey, mate, they want you to go and video Garth Brooks, would you have believed it? No. <laughs> I still, to this day, I think, how? Like, why? Oh, well, you're but, very good. That's great. So You know, great. Some, some of the side benefits, though, I love Slim, love his music, but through that, the, the words, the thing that attracts me to country music are the words. Hmm. So I was always interested in who'd written the songs 
and Slim and Joy are fantastic writers, but they also had another A-team of about six or seven writers and uh, I got to be really some of my best friends to this day as Slim's writers like uh, Kelly Dixon's still alive. Tony Brooks was one of my best mates from when I was a child. And uh, so knowing knowing the stories about the songs are what what's important to me. You know? I think that helps with photography. People might laugh at this, but I know with uh, film clips and photography, you can get that right, can't you? If you yeah, yeah. if you know what the artist's trying to sell. Yeah, yeah. And I notice that with uh, album covers you do for people yeah, yeah. and that, and even in your galleries when you get yeah. Bush Balladeers or uh, rockers like yeah, yeah. Caddy or anybody like that. Yeah you seem to get what they're trying to sell as, a, yeah, yeah. as an artist as well, and I think that's a, a credit to you, mate. It's what's going on behind their eyes is what I'm trying to get, you know. And, yeah. uh, oh, gee. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm lucky because it's, you know, I've, I don't think I've ever, I've, there's no one I've ever photographed that I haven't stayed friends with to yeah. this day, and uh, there's, there's a lot of trust in when you want people to bear their soul in front of the camera. There's a there's a the, a responsibility that goes with that, and I, I think that's that counts for how, what sort of pictures you get. Doesn't have a lot to do with the photography, really. Well, anyway, thanks for being here today, John Thank Elliott. You. I've loved having you as a great friend. Mate, you look as though you need a few more guitars. <laughs> here. Uh, thanks for being here, mate, and I uh, hope the friendship goes a lot further. And keep best doing what you're doing. Best of luck with your work. Thanks, mate. Thanks, everyone. Hope you all enjoyed today's episode. For more episodes, you can check out my YouTube channel or the podcast app and follow my social media at Lindsay Waddington Music. See you all down the track somewhere.